my name is Michael Bosey. Welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing. Very glad to be back at the mic after taking it a little slow in August, just sort of slowed down the pace. Uh, but I want to get back to publishing regularly uh, with the podcast. And uh, we'll start off the fall season featuring Facebook ads. Now, if you've been following along, uh, you know that uh, during this social media strategy series, I've been going platform by platform over each of the major social platforms. And this sort of marks a shift in this, if you will, in that, well, I've already covered Facebook pages for business, but I want to talk about a specific strategy, which is using ads. Now, a lot of businesses are already using Facebook, right? That's not a surprise to anyone seems to be sort of a requirement. Businesses, especially small businesses, they, they get it now. That's good. But not a lot of them are using ads as a part of their strategy. And I just feel like this is something where for not a lot of money, uh, you can drive a little bit more awareness to your business. And my goal here with this episode is to give you a little information about ads and a few starter strategies, right, so that you can try it and then, you know, make a determination as to whether or not this is going to work for you in particular. Now, people might ask, is running an ad really content marketing? Now, to me, I say, who cares really, right? The only thing that matters is if it's having a positive impact on your business. It doesn't matter at all what we call it. And running an ad it really serves only one purpose, which is awareness. Now, people can't take the next step with your business if they're not aware of it. Now, of course, we can create awareness with social media. Uh, we can draw people back to our site. We can get them to subscribe to an email list and then, you know, notify them about new blog posts, new podcasts, uh, other content, and ultimately move them down the marketing funnel to get them to purchase a product that we're selling. Now, all that works great, but using an ad as a part of that strategy can give a real boost to the very first part, the awareness part. Now, awareness doesn't guarantee attention, and it certainly doesn't guarantee that someone's going to care about what you do. But whether it's social media posts or running an ad, I think of these things kind of both like, you know, putting a billboard up on the highway, right? And you got to get used to the fact that it's just about as effective as a billboard as well, right? People are just going to drive by, right? Uh, impressions, uh, as they're measured in social media, are kind of like people driving past the billboard, but... Do they take the next exit or not? And as you can imagine, they usually don't. And that's okay, right? Most businesses using content marketing and, you know, marketing in general rely on only a very small percentage who click through or take an action. And that's the great thing about social platforms, right? Because the scale and the reach can be massive. So all you need to do is convert a small percentage of that massive audience. Very cool. Now, before we jump into Facebook ads in particular, let's look at ads in general, because there are two components to any ad uh, in looking at this from a content perspective, right? So the two things are the ad itself and then a landing page for that ad, okay, where the user goes from the ad, right? So think of this in social, you've got the ad itself, which is all the language that you use, plus the image, plus the headline or the teaser. And obviously, this needs to be highly optimized so that you're more likely to get the desired action, which should be a click through to your site. And more on that in just a second. But equally as important is the landing page. 
Now, if you're lucky enough to catch the attention and pique the curiosity of a passerby on that highway and they decide to take the next exit, what's at that exit? Right? In other words, the promise that you made in the ad, you now have to come through on that promise. So you really need for the destination page on your site to be set up to receive those prospects in an appropriate way. Now, that destination page can be what we think of as a traditional marketing landing page, right? Or it can be a page on your site, just a regular old page, or even a blog post. But the only thing that you want to make sure that you do is to ensure that it's very, very clear to the visitor what he or she should do. So the common rule of thumb is to have one call to action. That's all. Now, sometimes, especially if you were sending someone to a blog post, for instance, You might have more than one call to action, but as a rule, limiting the selection, limiting the thing that you want your user to do down to one call to action is considered a best practice and for good reason. Now, the cool thing about Facebook ads, uh, or one of the cool things anyway, is that you can also now run them concurrently with Instagram. Now, Instagram is a Facebook property, and they've integrated the two into one ad dashboard. And I talked a little bit about this in the episode on Instagram for Business, uh, the title of which is called, uh, let's see, Instagram for Business, Brand Storytelling with Images. In order to take advantage of this integration, though, you need to set up a business account on Instagram. And, you know, why not, right? For any Facebook ad that you're going to run, you're going to use images anyway, right? So you might as well uh, set this up because you might decide to run the same ad on both Facebook and Instagram. And it's not required. You don't need to do that. You can select or opt out of either one. Uh, But why not set it up just in case you decide to run both? Now, to do this, you're going to need a Facebook Business Manager account, uh, which is at business.facebook.com. Create your new Business Manager account. And then there you can also, you'll find under Settings, uh, there's a section for Instagram ads. And it'll say Connect an Instagram account for advertising. Uh, You know, enter your name, your company name, follow the instructions. Look, Facebook makes this very, very simple. They want to drive this kind of behavior. So it's very, very easy to do. I didn't want to make this sort of a how-to, you know, in setting up and running your ads. What I really want to do is talk about strategies, uh, again, just to try to help you decide whether or not this is a good one for you and your business. But look, there's a ton of great resources. The one I like in particular is a great how-to guide produced by Buffer. Uh, It's about how to set up and run Facebook ads, and it's called The Complete Always updated guide to Facebook advertising. And I'll leave a link to that in the show notes for you. So it'll be nice and easy for you to find that. Now, this article should give you everything that you need to get up and running. It's very, very comprehensive. uh, So when you're ready to get going, uh, refer to that. But let's you and I here keep going with strategies uh, for Facebook ads. uh, Because there's two strategies that I would recommend Uh, especially if you're just getting started with this. Uh, The two strategies are, one, uh, boosting posts, which is the simpler of the two, and then two, something that Facebook calls consideration campaigns. Let's first talk about boosting. Like I said, this is the simpler of the two strategies because all you have to do is to write a post for your Facebook page or pick one that you've already published, right? It doesn't matter. And then click the little blue button that says boost post in the lower right-hand corner of that post. Uh, you'll get a little modal box that pops up where you can edit the audience, 
Uh, you can choose whether or not to run this post on Instagram too and set the budget and the duration that it'll run. Uh, fairly limited uh, selection set there, uh, which is good. Makes it very easy. Uh, they also give you a nice preview to see how it's actually going to look on desktop, on mobile, and on Instagram too, which is very cool. And this is the easiest strategy for beginners and the one I most often recommend uh, when you're, you haven't done this before, right? Because you already know how to write a Facebook post. And all you're doing with this really is just saying, here, here's this Facebook post. Let me pay to deliver that Facebook post a little bit more widely. Very, very simple and straightforward, and you don't need to know a lot to get going on that, and you don't need to spend a lot to start doing some experimentation. Now, the second strategy, uh, like I said, is called the consideration campaign in Facebook language, but I always call this sort of an awareness campaign or the uh, really, uh, which is by its goal, which is to send people to your website. So this, this strategy is about actually running an ad. So setting up something that is not going to appear on your timeline. It's an ad that's going to appear on other timelines. Now you can find this in the Facebook Business Manager. On the front page, there are a ton of options, and the one I would always, always recommend if you're just getting started is called, appropriately so, Send People to Your Website. And you'll see this under the Consideration column. There's three columns there. This will be under the Consideration column. And let me answer a question that I get all the time from clients is, why not select Promote Your Page? Right? This is a common question. Don't we want to drive people to our Facebook page? Let me make this very, very clear because I strongly recommend against this strategy. And here's why. When you build an audience on your Facebook page, it's not really your audience. It's Facebook's audience. Facebook's organic reach has gone down a ton over the past couple of years. In my testing, on uh, my own pages uh, and the pages I manage for clients, for instance, I found that organic reach is about 9%. Now think about that for a second. If you are posting to your Facebook page and you think that everyone who has hit like on your page is seeing your posts, uh, that couldn't be further from the truth. With a 9% reach, that means for every 100 followers, only 9 are going to see the post that I, I put on my Facebook page. And some people have estimated that this has actually shrunk to about 4 or 5%, not 9%. Now, what that means is that now you have to pay to reach your own audience. That's what I mean by it's not your audience, it's Facebook's. So this promote your page strategy is not a good one. If you are only getting people to like your page and you think that they're now fans, right, you're going to have to pay over and over and over again to reach that audience. So in any Facebook ad that you run, just make sure that the goal is to get people back to your website. Who cares about likes? Who cares about getting people to visit your page? Get them back to your website. Your website is the hub of your content strategy, and any traffic that you can drive there is it's gonna serve you best, right? It directly benefits you. And here's the thing. If you're going for clicks, you're going to get those impressions anyway, right? The same thing goes for engagements. If they like you or your content, you're going to get Facebook likes. In other words, you should think of Facebook likes as an outcome of the other stuff that you're doing, not as the goal. You don't want to have that be the goal that you pay for. 
Facebook likes are just not that valuable in the in what I call the social advertising era. Likes really only confirm the very lowest level of audience interest, which, look, it's not, you know, it has some value, right? It's just a very, very low level value, not something that you want to pay for. So sorry to sort of belabor this, uh, but look, get them back to your site. And again, make sure that it's really good content when they arrive. And if you get some likes out of it anyway, great. Who's going to complain about that, right? Now, I'm going to want to talk a little bit more about the content in just a second, because obviously I think that's really important. But let's keep going with this strategy while you're setting this up, because there's a couple other things that I get a lot of questions on, and that is targeting and budgeting. Uh, Let's talk about targeting first. In setting up your clicks to website campaign, the best thing about this uh, with Facebook is that you can get really fine-tuned with that audience, right? So you can really drill down on demographics, on your audience interests, uh, and their behaviors too, which is cool. Now, one thing to caution you about, it's not going to work for everyone in the same way. Uh, What I've found so far is that the response rate can differ greatly across different audiences, right? So you're just going to have to do your own experimentation. Let me give you an example of this, right? So, for instance, it's incredibly hard to reach high school students and college students, for that matter, on Facebook ads. These things just sort of, they sort of progress at a very sluggish pace when you run an ad to that audience. But it probably won't surprise you that it's very easy to reach their parents, Right, so those are two very, very different things, and you'll see a Facebook ad be be delivered very, very rapidly uh, because those folks are there and they're paying attention, they're clicking through, um, and those two things are at least what I found opposite ends of the, the spectrum on how quickly and effectively your ad will run. Um, but look, you can really fine tune it. You can discover this on your own. Um, like for instance, just some examples, right? You can uh, fine tune to particular behaviors or interests, like people who have made particular charitable donations, uh, those who like a particular television show, uh, recent home buyers. Um, here's another one, uh, business travelers in particular, right? So you can get super fine-tuned on your audience. And as you can imagine, this is great because you're not wasting money putting ads in front of people who are not likely to care. And, and honestly, this is one of the best things about Facebook. Uh, it just, you know, in this social advertising era, they're a little bit better than what TV can do. TV's had years and years and years to try to reach different demographics, and Facebook's better at it now uh, with this fine-tuning, and it just makes you feel like you're not wasting your money shouting at people who don't care, right? So uh, doesn't guarantee that they're going to care, but at least it's using some past behaviors to try to make some determinations for you in advance uh, when you present an ad to them, which is kind of cool. All right, let's talk about budgeting for just a sec, because I get a bunch of questions on this. Uh, the overall rule of thumb is don't spend a lot on this, at least when you start are starting out. And remember, in this, on the budgeting section, you're going to have a few different things to select. Let me make this super easy for you. Under optimization for ad delivery, click link clicks, not impressions, right? Remember, we're going for clicks, not views. Under bid amount, select automatic so that lets Facebook set the bid automatically and they're going to optimize for that with your with their algorithm so don't worry about that too much um, you can do this manually just stick to the automatic now for the what you get charged section again select link click CPC not impressions we want those link clicks 
And for ad scheduling and delivery type, uh, pick run ads all the time uh, for ad scheduling. And for the delivery type, uh, I just pick standard, show your ads throughout the day. For, look, for these two things, again, Facebook has really clever algorithms for how to do this. In running these for clients, I've, I've watched these, these run, and for the most part, it looks like they're not presenting ads to people at times when they're not online, which is good. So I would just trust Facebook and their algorithms to, uh, for how to optimize that for you. I don't think you need to overmanage that. Now, there are a few more things that you're going to need to do, but like I said, I didn't really want to make this a how-to. I just wanted to cover these these basic strategies, and particularly these common questions that I get uh, about budgeting and targeting. All right, so let's move on to the content of the ads, which, as you can imagine, is super important to a guy like me, a content guy, right? Uh, I think this is uh, probably the most important thing when you're running your ads. Because, uh, hey, if we're optimizing for clicks, really the biggest question to be able to answer is, is it going to be compelling enough to click? Is the offer clear? Uh, do, do people know what to do? Do they want to click? Uh, could you make it feel like a regular post and not like an ad? I mean, that would be a good strategy, right? Uh, is there a promise as to what will be there once the user does click? And when someone clicks through to your website, uh, do you come through on that promise? Like I said before, does the user know what to do? Is the user glad that he or she clicked? Or does it feel more like a trick? Now, Remember, just because you're running an ad, it doesn't mean that you abandon the principles of content marketing. This always is a trust-building exercise. So think of these as, look, they're new prospective customers and you want to treat them really, really well. It's kind of, it's your first meeting, right? It's, it's a handshake, if you will. And have you made a good impression in this first meeting? As the saying goes, right, you don't get a second chance there. So... Now, Facebook and Instagram pretty much mandate that you're going to use images in your content. So you have to be thinking in a very visual way as to, you know, what's going to be compelling to your audience, what's going to make them want to click. This, for me personally, tends to be kind of challenging. I don't think in a visual way. I think in text and audio. But you got to force yourself to do this because uh, it's just really, really important in, in uh, how you're going to manage these ads. Now, I use Canva. Uh, and sometimes Instagram, but there's another tool called Ripple, R-I-P-L. Just use one of these tools. There's a ton of them out there where you can, it'll help you create nice images for your uh, Facebook ads and set them up so that, uh, you know, you can lay text over them, make them look compelling. Oh, and one thing to note, Facebook has a restriction on the amount of text uh, that you can overlay on an image. So try to, as much as possible, keep this very minimal. Uh, the amount of text that you put over the image, because the algorithm might reject your ad. Okay, so look, it's fine if that happens. You can recreate the image and upload it again. It's not like you you, you know you won't ever be able to run the ad. Uh, they save it for you, but they reject it and say, here, try again. But of course, that's an extra step. And who wants an extra step, right? We want to keep this really simple, as simple as we possibly can. All right, so let's move on to experimentation, um, because like I say all the time, you should always treat your content strategy like a scientific experiment. If you're not measuring, you're not marketing. I love that quote, uh, which I attribute to uh, uh, Dan Taylor of The Next Web, but actually I'm not positive about that. So, you know, hit me up if, if you're sure of who said it first. I would, I'd love to know that. Um, I, I've tried to search for that in the past, but okay, I digress. Um, okay, so in, in treating this like an experiment, 
you're going to start with some basic assumptions and then isolate each variable as much as possible, right? Is it the content, the image content, your call to action? Is it the timing? Uh, you know, try different things with the demographics, with the interests, with the audience behaviors, but always as much as you can try to isolate one variable so that you can see what kind of difference it made and then make that change, observe the change, and then of course iterate. Now, the great thing is that you don't have to spend a lot of money on this. For five or $10 per day for a few days, you're gonna learn a lot. And after a few iterations, you might hit on something or look, you might eliminate your ad strategy altogether. Uh, we did this with one client that I mentioned. We tried to reach high school students and it just wasn't worth it. So we're not doing that anymore. But it's very, very good to know when a strategy doesn't work and you've given it an honest try. And the only way to do that, right, is to try that, try it a couple times, iterate, and then say, okay, we're going to eliminate this as a possibility. That's just as valuable as learning something else about your audience as well. But if the ad does work, then that's when you can start pouring more money in, right? So suppose you spend 40 bucks on an ad and you can directly attribute $200 in product sales to that ad. Now, that's where you want to turn the crank because you now have confirmation that that particular lever works. Right now, instead of 40 bucks, you might run $400 worth of ads or if you're really sure, $4,000 worth of ads because you know that that's actually going to work. But I would say do the testing first, low impact, uh, just in running experiment, like I say, you only need five or $10 per day, a few days worth, and you're going to learn a lot. Uh, but just make sure that you're, you know, you're isolating those variables and trying to treat this like it's an actual experiment. Because otherwise, if you don't learn something about it, it's not going to be of much value to you. Now, there are a couple more points about running ads on Facebook and Instagram at the same time, because be mindful that there are going to be differences across both platforms. After all, right, each audience on each platform is going to be different as well. And uh, let me quote from an article by Curalate, which is called Winning Strategies for Facebook and Instagram Ads. Uh, I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. Uh, quoting from the article, Instagram's overall demographics are different. For example, the median age of Facebook's user base is 40 compared to 30 for Instagram, uh, according to GFK MRI. Now, this is a great article with a lot of strategies for running concurrent ads on Facebook and Instagram, and in particular, if you are selling com consumer products. So I'd urge you to check that out if that describes your business. Now, the second point is that Instagram's mobile only. Right? So think about how that is going to affect your ad. Now, people are most likely to consume that ad on a mobile device, and that's certainly going to affect the content of your ad, and you should design it with that in mind. Now, the other thing to do is just to check in Google Analytics to see how much of your site traffic is actually on mobile, right? If that percentage is very high, that gives you some really good information that your audience is predominantly mobile. Now, this won't only affect your Facebook ads, but it should get you thinking about your entire site strategy and your entire content strategy too, right? I mean, if everybody's coming to your site and they're on mobile, well, your site had better be set up for that, right? So uh, just good considerations and, you know, what you do in any content strategy. So that's my overview of Facebook ads. Hope that you find this to be helpful. Get in there, start trying things out, start measuring, see what happens, iterate, uh, I just feel like this is uh, sort of the next step in any business who's using a Facebook page, and most of you are, 
Uh, but for the others of you, uh, try this as a strategy. Just see what happens. If it helps build a little bit of awareness, save it for a special part of your strategy. For instance, like if you're running a blog post that you're very, very proud of, that's not a bad time to try boosting a post. Just get in there and give it a try. What do you have to lose, right? You're not spending a ton of money and you might get some uh, impact that you hadn't expected. So uh, could be a great thing. Okay, so I'll leave it right there for now. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. As always, uh, really appreciate your attention. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode.